0: Crystal Craven, a singer, a songwriter, and a worship leader who is passionate about sharing what God inspires. And this is your weekly devotional. All right, we are picking back up um, on the story about the demon possessed little boy whose father brought him to be healed. So we are picking up in Luke nine forty-two through 45. While he was coming, the demon threw him to the ground and convulsed him. But Jesus rebuked the unclean spirit and healed the boy and gave him back to his father. And all were astonished at the majesty of God. But while they were all marveling at everything he was doing, Jesus said to his disciples, Let these words sink into your ears. The Son of Man is about to be delivered into the hands of men. But they did not understand this saying, and it was concealed from them so that they might not perceive it. And they were afraid to ask him about this saying. Now it's interesting here that it says that the people were marveling at everything that Jesus was doing, yet we don't read that they marveled at him. Now, Jesus is God, and he was doing things that only God can do, and yet they were marveling at the works of God and not at God himself. And Jesus' disciples, they weren't immune to this either. While we especially notice this in this situation, um, it was as they too were marveling at his works that he stops and tells them, Let these words sink into your ears. The Son of Man is about to be delivered into the hands of men. You know, and they, like so many others, had this preconceived notion of what Messiah would come and do. And they had, in essence, created their own story in their heads about what his kingdom would be like. And almost like they were dreaming up what their positions within this kingdom would be like. Um, I mean, we're actually going to dig into that more next week when we look at this argument that arose among them about being the greatest. But here we see Jesus is just so gracious and so loving when he tells them what his next step on his mission is. And he's trying to refocus them on this reality that his whole goal in this coming was not to conquer men and reign over them for this life, but to conquer death and reign within them unto eternal life. And that phrasing that he uses, let these words sink into your ears. That means to truly listen, not just to hear, but to listen and take it in. He had told them the truth about his coming crucifixion before this time, and he was telling them yet again because it was coming closer. There's a really good quote by Matthew Henry that says, the word of Christ does us no good unless we let it sink down into our heads and hearts. But the very thing that Jesus admonished them, to let sink into their ears, was concealed from them. Now, this this may seem kind of unfair, right? As if God set them up, telling them a command to do something and then not even allowing them to understand it. However, this is not the case. I just want to tell you that up front. This is actually really similar to the situation that we see with Pharaoh during the time of Israel's slavery in Egypt. God knew that Pharaoh's heart was against his people and that he would not let them go. Therefore he hardened his heart. It's basically this in the same way, right? The disciples were so immersed in their own idea of the type of kingdom that Jesus had and would reign in that they wouldn't accept what Jesus was telling them time and time again And therefore, it was hidden from them. This wasn't the first time that Jesus had told them about his crucifixion, right? And that it was coming. If they had let his words sink in that first time, there wouldn't have been a searing or a desensitization to what he was saying again this time. We really need to heed Jesus' words when he tells us things the first time and really letting his words sink into our ears because otherwise we can truly end up deceiving ourselves. And James warns of this uh, when he wrote in James 1, uh, verses 22 through 25, when he said, but be doers of the word and not hearers only, deceiving yourselves. For if anyone is a hearer of the word and not a doer, He is like a man who looks intently at his natural face in a mirror, for he looks at himself and goes away and at once forget what he is like. But the one who looks into the perfect law, the law of liberty, and perseveres, being no hearer who forgets, but a doer who acts, he will be blessed in his doing. In being like that man who looks in the mirror and then forgets what he's like, The disciples heard Jesus' words, but they didn't let them sink in, and in so, ended up deceiving themselves. Now, the big question, right? How can we learn from the mistake of the disciples and let the words of Jesus sink into our own ears? That last part of James in James 1 gives us a clue here by looking into the perfect law, And persevering, which leads to action. And we also see an actionable example in the words of King David in Psalm 1, verses 1 through 3. It says, Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of wicked, nor stands in the way of sinners, nor sits in the seat of scoffers. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and on his law he meditates day and night. He is like a tree planted by streams of water that yields its fruit in season, and its leaf does not wither. In all that he does, he prospers. Let me ask you this. Have you ever been driving, and the next thing you know you're at your destination, but you don't remember driving there? Or what about uh, when you're reading something, and you realize, like, you've read a whole page of a book and you don't even know what it said. We really need to spend time in the word of God, not just reading the words, but meditating on them. And it's then that we truly let his words sink in and change us and renew our hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Otherwise, we're just like when we kind of drift off in daydream while we're driving or reading the book, um, the page of a book and not remembering or even knowing what was, was written, right? So will you try something to help ensure that you're letting his word sink in? So try telling at least one person a day what you read about in the Bible that day. Because if you can recall and share what you've read and even share what the Lord spoke to you through it, you can be more confident that it is actually sinking in. So I encourage you to spend time meditating, not just reading, but meditating on his word and then sharing it with others starting today.